This is Chelsea Wingo. And I'm Amy Covell. And this is our podcast, Hashtag Life Goals. That's one thing I love about teaching aerial yoga is that people that hate yoga love this. I would say you can see both of the, the yin and the yang in, in a lot of Chelsea's aerial <laughs> videos. Each week, we examine one of our life goals and figure out what steps we need to take to make them a reality. An upfine yoga class, you just get to be who you are. No one's looking at you. You can feel comfortable in it because you get to take your legs further apart or a little bit closer together to find mm-hmm. what the perfect alignment is for you. So come join us. It's going to be fun. Hello, everyone. This is Chelsea Wingo. And I'm Amy Covell. And this is our podcast, Hashtag Life Goals. And for this week, I'm quite excited because we get to talk about hashtag aerial yoga. Yes, this is a Chelsea topic for sure. (laughs) This falls under our personal growth goal. And this has been a journey that Chelsea has been on for about two years now. About two years, yes. About two years ago, I discovered aerial yoga and I fell in love with it because it really helped a lot with um, back problems and strains that I've been having. We'll get into it later. And then, of course, I got into dancing for aerial and now I'm officially an assistant teacher at the yoga studio that I go to. So that's very fun. Chelsea! (laughs) Thank you. But um, And then also coming up soon, this will probably be after it's done, but I have an aerial showcase in about a week. Yes, so I've been do. practicing every day. I'm going to miss this one because I'll be on vacation. Well, I'll make sure I have the video and send it to you. But yeah, I've been practicing nearly almost every day, at least for an hour, along with all my other stuff. So I have, I'm bruised left and right. I have a strain that I'm trying to get through. And I pulled my shoulder last time. So I'm trying to make sure that doesn't happen. And then now I have to worry about my costume because the person that was making my costume can't do it anymore. So a lot of stuff is just all over the place. But it sounds like your usual. <laughs> yes, I'm usually all over the place. Thank you. You are Amy. very usually all My over the place. My brain is very scattered brain all over. I go from here, 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 here. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, yes, uh, aerial yoga is a part of my routine. I love it so much and I highly recommend it to people. I've been trying to get Amy to come, mm-hmm. but it's definitely been a little hard with your schedule and other things going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got a lot going on, not just schedule-wise, but a lot of things that I have to prioritize. Mm-hmm. So, um my car is no more. Mm-hmm. It has gone off to the big car pile in the sky. Oh. So, um, <laughs> no, I actually donated it to Vehicles for Veterans. Nice. Um, so I will get a tax write-off, which as an independent contractor, I need as many of those as possible. Yes, definitely. Well, well I'm sorry about your car, but I'm glad you're able to donate it. To give it yeah. To you so it that out. means I'm back to public trans and ride share for the time being. Mm-hmm. So until I'm on set again, you know, the priority is really just kind of maintaining my finances enough so that way then I can save up to get another car. Yeah. I mean, right now you have your dog sitting right now, along with uh, Rex, who is one of, who's Amy's pooch. Should we have yes. another dog? Yeah. So if pepper. you hear any pup pups, mm-hmm. that's why we're recording at my place again. And yes. there are pup pups. Yes, exactly. But again, your place is better than mine because no echo. It really is the best place. Yep. Yeah. Chelsea's got those super high cathedral ceilings, <laughs> which are beautiful and would probably be great for if we were singing in there, but yeah. not so great for podcasting. No, not great for podcasting. It's great for echoing. And if 
I was allowed to, it would be great to have just a stand up there. Cause one of my goals is to have my own hammock to be able to hang upside down and stretch every single morning. That is well, a goal that I, I mean, have you can now. do that with normal ceiling. So with yours, it shouldn't be a problem. Well, at all. I mean, well, I need the space in order to like widen up the hammock and in case I want to do drops in case I want to do all this stuff, but that's, that's the future. Okay. Let's focus at the topic at hand. So, okay. All right. Let me, let's get into the research. And, um, I'm a little nervous this time around because I know our guest is such an expert in this. So I hope that I have the good amount of research and be well, able she's to- working on making you an expert as well. Yes. Hence she how you have become an assistant instructor. Yes. Yes. Amy. Yes. Chelsea uh, <laughs> is a bundle of nerves. <laughs> I have a bundle of nerves and I guess I'm still not used to getting compliments still. So I'm just, <laughs> alrighty. So getting into the research. So uh, the first one is from uh, shape.com, which is we talked about, you know, the seven ways of aero yoga will take your workout to the next level. But what I found interesting was that there was a study from the American Council of Exercise that they did. And they had said that they had found women who did three 50 minute aero yoga classes a week for six weeks, lost an over over average of two and a half pounds, two percent body fat and about one inch from their waist all while amping up their VO2 max, which is kind of their, you know, endurance and all that fun well, stuff. It's a full body workout. So yeah. you definitely, you're working all of your muscles. Yeah. And you're definitely, you're strengthening your core. Mm-hmm. All of those things will help contribute to getting the body that you want. Exactly. And furthermore, they had said, in fact, air yoga, yoga qualifies as a moderate intensity workout that at times can go into vigorous territory. There's um there's another yoga studio that I've heard of called Air and theirs is a little bit more athletic which is a little bit more kind of like you know strengthening kind of like you know full sit ups while feet are wrapped around the hammock and things like that. Let me backtrack a little bit because I'm still getting all over the place. For those that don't know, aerial yoga is a type of yoga where you have a silk hammock that hangs from the ceiling. It's about like um, maybe kind of like. 12, 15 feet kind of like in length from hanging from the top to the bottom. And then when you spread it out, it's about about nine feet in width. So you can be completely immersed in the fabric. You're not going to fall out. It's super, super silky and comfortable. And basically with this form, you can do a lot of certain poses while either in the air, hanging upside down, or even just resting your, your leg on the hammock. And it really just sorry, my head's so wrapped up because I'm trying to like combust it into like the perfect selling point. I always but... just tell people, think of Cirque du Soleil. Yes. That is and that's, way. that's, that's a good place for you to start with your knowledge of what aerial dance or aerial yoga is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It kind of is. Um... You guys also just missed Chelsea doing all sorts of hand movements to describe it to an audience who can't see. <laughs> That's how I express myself. I express with my hands and my motions and fluidity. Are you Italian? No, but I've been told that I could be. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told I sound and I could be Italiano. Okay, um, so how about we get into this article? What is aerial yoga from Bustle, which was in November 2017? Aside from being fun, aerial yoga can possibly help you feel from physical pain, or emotional trauma. Uh, This was uh, someone that they spoke with was uh, a Scottsdale Pilates and yoga manager and area yoga specialist, Stephanie Evans, after a session regarding this. It originally uh, came from circus acts, as Amy had said once before, and it's basically practiced with a silk hammock hangs from a ceiling, 
and all these poses that can be done on the ground, but you can just do it in a hammock that helps you stretch out a little bit more and maybe reach out of those places that right. you are Right, you're using your core to support yourself yeah. more because you are lifted off the ground. The hammock holds you there, but it takes a lot more core strength to be able to do the poses. Yeah, definitely. It cradles you kind of like a womb in a sense. You kind of like right. feel like in a cocoon of some sorts. And, you know, the reason they say that it is helpful for dealing with emotional trauma Mm -hmm. is because it helps you get in touch with your body because you have to focus so much on how you're holding your body. You become more in touch with it. And that helps break down barriers that you have on emotional trauma. Exactly. Um, Evans had said that what I like about the hammock is that it gives you the privacy to re-explore your body again. For me, a mission is, a mission is to bring women in to explore their bodies in a way that's nurturing, which is what the hammock is. That is safe, embryonic, warm, and cocoon-like. What was also interesting is that the Chalkboard magazine reported that there is a yoga studio based in San Diego that's offering these yoga classes to military veterans with PTSD when the yoga factory's Mel Capanero partnered with a Love Hero Foundation in 2013. They echoed many of uh, Evan's points, including that practice, uh, that class being cocooned inside the hammock for a short meditation practice helps facilitate healing. And also another thing is because it's zero impact on your spine, it can help reduce back pain. This is a big thing I advocate so much because uh, I mentioned a couple of times I worked on a movie, Suicide Squad, and I got a really bad rhomboid strain from it. I did not know it was a strain about until eight months afterwards when I was in a lot of pain. And then I had physical therapy and even that it really didn't go away. So then when I finally started doing aerial, it was so, so nice to be able to be able to do shoulder stands, to have a little bit of pressure on where my rhomboid was and all those other muscles around the shoulder to kind of, you know, decompress and to trigger point and to help feel better and then be able to hang upside down. So that way it helps decompress your spine and then you could just hang there. And then also it actually helps your digestive system being able to hang upside down for what I've been told. Helps with that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, anytime that you're lengthening and strengthening your spine, you're going to improve digestion. Yeah, so it was that. So, but helping reduce back pain was a big thing, and I highly, I highly advocate it. It is 110 percent true, hence why I love it so much. And then uh, the next article uh, from HuffPost.com: Why you should try aerial yoga. This is from 2015. These are some of the benefits: greater flexibility. Since you have more freedom of movement, you can move your body into new positions. In some cases, this can result in a deeper and more filling stretch than traditional yoga offers. Number two, better focus. By putting yourself in a more challenging situation, aerial yoga forces you to be more alert and aware of your surroundings. You will likely also try to concentrate harder because you're not used to being suspended in the air during yoga practice. Number three, strengthened muscles. Because it is working hard, Harder, because it is working harder on your body than usual, your muscles work harder too. Aerial yoga is also a great core workout because you have to engage your core muscles to balance and stabilize yourself during your yoga session, as Amy had mentioned earlier. And number four, stress relief. Much like regular yoga, it is great for relieving stress. Not only do you use poses and stretches common to other forms of yoga to relieve that stress, but you can also experience joy of knowing that you did something new and exciting, which makes you feel good. And then also another side one that they've been is that you can kind of explore kind of like being a child again because you're swinging upside down. You're kind of suspended That's above fun. It's very fun. It's very, very fun. It definitely can be a little bit challenging for the first time around, but 
it's completely safe because there's always a certified instructor always there, sometimes an assistant instructor to make sure that you're in the getting the poses safe and sound, that you're not going to hurt yourself. And if there's ever times when, oh, I feel pain here. Oh, I can't do this. Totally fine. Just come out of it. And you could just chill in the hammock like Shavasana, which is just basically outstretched, completely covered in fabric. Like you're a little caterpillar that is in its little cocoon waiting to become a butterfly. <laughs> so that's the best way that I could. <laughs> the beautiful image to end the research on. Yeah. That's the best way that I could describe it. But yeah. Um, I, I, I wish I had more confidence while going into the research, but I'm just a bundle of nerves. Ah, she's a bumbling bundle. Bumbling bundle of nerves. Yes, exactly. Well, okay. We're through the research <laughs> and now we get to bring in our guest. Yes, we do. Alrighty. So now to introduce the guest. So our guest today is the owner of the studio that I now work at, which means she's my boss, which is why I've been a bundle of nerves, but I'd love to introduce Kimberly Simonetti, say hi. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. This is a topic that Chelsea has been excited to do ever <laughs> since we sat down and came up with ideas for future episodes. Yes. Yeah, and there's a, a long list of ideas, just like, oh, yeah, I, wa I want to do this. I don't know who's going to do it. But so I was very surprised when you said yes. Yeah. I'm always very nervous when I ask people, people that I know, because I just want to do such a good job. And I just don't know. Oh, like, maybe I don't know if they want to. But they say yes. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> I know I got to have more confidence in myself. It's an honor to be here. Oh, stop. You're making me <laughs> emotional already. Well, <laughs> let me start. What brought you to doing the aerial arts? Well, um, I grew up doing cheer and pawn. I actually wasn't allowed to do contact sports because I have a damaged kidney and a uterine implant. I don't know if you know any of No, this. I didn't know that. Yeah, so <laughs> um, basically I can't take antibiotics. Um, I have to find uh, healing holistically. And being in a hammock, there's so many beautiful remedies to all of that stuff. So just saying sound of mind is super important and, mm -hmm. um, you know, balanced in not only physically, but spiritually yeah, it is right. super important to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So then getting into, so how did you go from, cause you were a celebrity trainer, is that mm -hmm. correct? You were a celebrity trainer beforehand. And then how did you transition to opening, doing area yoga and then eventually opening up your own studio? Uh, well, there was a lot of aerial arts, uh, happening in the community and that's as you know in aerial dance there's a lot of advanced moves that you do where mm -hmm. you're overworking your body and straining your body yes. and i was just hanging in the hammock just healing myself going this needs to be in the community for everybody else mm -hmm. because it has so many benefits the list of benefits in a hammock as opposed to even just a regular yoga is um very rewarding and um, i need to make sure this got out to the world Nice. And then you opened how many years ago? We've been open for eight years now. Oh, eight years. Wow. Mm -hmm. And the studio is Upflying Yoga. Upflying Yoga. Yep. We're in it's Studio easy. City. Studio City. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, when you first opened, what was um, like, let me, let me see if I can put this in the right words. Like when you first opened, were, do you have certain expect, did you have certain expectations that either were met or not? Or were you, what was your feeling getting into it at first? Um, I would say because this, it opened as a huge love and a huge passion. So, mm -hmm. I mean, my brain was set to go. Like I was mm -hmm. moving forward, doing tons of research on how to make this even better, you know, mm -hmm. how to um, reach to different types of people. And I actually started with 
uh, aerial stands in the park. So I was doing it outdoors okay. and, um, you know, in Los Angeles, that's pretty nice cause it's always sunny and good weather, mm-hmm. but you know, you're always fighting those off days, <laughs> <laughs> which you never expect because we're in Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And then I was doing it at other aerial studios as well. So then we would have, uh, the opportunity to be hanging in a hammock from the ceiling because aerial studios, just the general area art studios offer that. Mm -hmm. But then you have the challenge of being able to get into your physical self, into your mind Mm -hmm. when you hear the background chit chatter. So it was definitely important for me to find a space where I could just focus on those little moments of Shavasana at the end, uh, Bhattakasana meditation in the beginning Mm -hmm. so that you could find your present self a little bit easier to prepare yourself for the stretching and the flexibility and the inversions. See, I'm not a yoga person at all, (laughs) at all. Don't do yoga. I used to do Pilates before I broke my back. Um, Mm -hmm. but I don't do a lot of Pilates because there's just, there's too many moves that I then have to adjust for my spine. Yeah. So, um, instead I mostly do ballet bar now because a lot of the exercises in ballet bar, I mean, not only do I have experience because I used to do ballet, but a lot of the exercises are essentially the same things I do in my physical therapy. (laughs) (laughs) So ballet bar is usually my Mm go-to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ballet bar. I mean, it's a lot of fun. It's really great for, making sure you're focusing on alignment and there's some beautiful things with it. The funny thing is, is that people that come to upline yoga that sign up for an aerial yoga class mm-hmm. will say, I hate yoga. How is this going to go? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's very common for someone to say that. And actually that's one thing I love about teaching aerial yoga is that people that hate yoga love this and they actually go on to really liking yoga like it's a beautiful transition because Mm -hmm. it kind of puts you in your present self it makes you aware a little bit easier that once you get off the hammock and you take the next steps onto a mat Mm -hmm. you want to be there Mm -hmm. but it's set up for a lot of anxious people like hanging in the hammock on a single point from the ceiling is something that's uh worked on with autistic children um PTSD, I think you guys mentioned earlier, those things being from a single point actually help calm the nervous system. So it immediately makes you be in present being. And (laughs) now you get to connect to the yoga things that you don't think you're going to like. You don't even realize that all of a sudden (laughs) you're doing yoga and all of a sudden you're secretly enjoying it. (laughs) I will admit that I have dabbled in yoga before and I do like it. It's just most of the time that I went to class, it was always so claustrophobic. There was like so many people in a room. That it's I, so popular. Exactly. Yeah. It's so popular, which is not a bad thing. It's great. It's just, I would always be touching someone's foot or be like close to my head. And so I was like, I need more space. So one of the things I love about aero yoga is that specifically with our studio, um, it's only like a couple people, like only like between 10 to 14 for class. So it's a very intimate setting, which mm. I love so much. And I'm just now realizing how much, how anxious I can get over a lot of things. I'm obviously having anxiety right now. <laughs> it's so fun to just be able to go, ah, oh, this is relaxing. Let's just yeah. get through this. We yeah. really should have done this podcast in a hammock. I know. <laughs> I know you we should have. More sentimental. I know. We, maybe we could do like a bonus episode a little further down the line and just bring everything to as the studio. As we get another audio engineer, exactly. I'm totally down. And then we'll, and <laughs> you'll finally take your first class of just hanging upside down in the hammock and that kind well, of thing. Chelsea's not my only friend who does aerial arts. So, oh, um, yeah, that's right. My friend Leota, who has been on the podcast before, 
is um, an aerial dancer. And um, so I go to see all of her performances as well. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting the difference between the performances at the two studios based really? on what their focuses are. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, because um, theirs is really focused on dance. Yeah. And so um, it's just, whereas the other one, comes from aerial yoga so you're seeing a lot of like mm-hmm. those very um specific positions mm-hmm. that are coming from that place of the yoga mentality yeah you know it really is a nice mixture because not only does the studio does yoga but obviously does dance and low hammock high hammock silks lyra which is hoop and cordelison which is rope i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right Release. Cordelise, thank you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a whole variety, so it's not just one. So that's one of the things I love about applying yoga personally is that it's just everything kind of brought together right. into like one space rather than just focus one or the other. Well, like, it's just like with um, with fire dancing. There's oh, yeah. not just poi. There's poi. There's hoop. There's fans. There's dart. There's mm-hmm. rope. Like there's staff. There's a million different tools yeah, that for you those, can use. Yeah, for those that don't know, Amy used to do fire dancing for mm-hmm. a good while and she hasn't done it since. She's promised to take me every time i get a car then Mm. whatever the fire jam is i've found closes down (laughs) and then i'm without a car again and it just comes back up it's a vicious cycle well whenever you're ready i do fire dancing on a hoop really (laughs) i didn't know that i do poi there's a hoop and then there's uh about uh six sticks on each side that are about four feet away oh my goodness my hoop is you can probably see my hoop it's right behind my television Mm. if you look right in between that and the desk you can see a little bit of green and black sticking out there oh, i hang mine in the sky mm. uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, i have low ceilings uh, so, very helpful. <laughs> right because i eventually would like to move up to fire hoop because when i lived in san francisco i went weekly mm-hmm. um because there was a fire jam every week there was actually multiple fire jams mm-hmm. in los angeles um i have had a lot harder time finding them yeah you know yeah, yeah. there's a beautiful one that was open for a very long time that closed but they're still Oh, the performing. one, the one that was in Long Beach or Culver City. Um, I don't know. Kamala was the owner of it. Um, they closed since then, but Fire Groove, but they're no longer. Yeah, that's a hard thing. It's like you know, in San Francisco, also you could usually get away with just doing it on your street <laughs> or you know, in the warehouse district. And in Los Angeles, I don't think so. Uh, no. There's so many brush fires out here. You really have yeah, to yeah. Especially what happened with that. the previous with this this year and like previous. It's like ugh, with all the fires that happened. Yeah. My yeah. goodness. Jeez, well, one of the things that um, Upflying Yoga does that I find super valuable is that we have two types of classes, and one's aerial yoga and one's aerial dance. Mm-hmm. So we might have the same uh, clients come into an aerial yoga class that come into an aerial dance class, but mm-hmm. their mindset is totally different in each of the classes. Mm-hmm. Um, when they come and take a yoga class, they're uh, being present internally, being focused on how they feel. Mm-hmm. And when they take the dance class, it's how do they look? Yes. So all of a sudden they have like personality changes and it's really fun to see like the two types of personalities <laughs> when they sign up for yoga, when they sign up for dance, mm-hmm. because they get mm-hmm. to utilize, uh, we call it like the yin and the yang. Yeah, no, um, definitely. Those I can see parts that. get to co- combine together, which is important for each person to have both their yin and your yang and, yeah. you know, kind of evens out and balances the person. So I find both of those super valuable. But mm-hmm. like I said, it's like the introvert of the person, the yoga and the extrovert of the person, the dance. Yes. And I love it when um, clients us go on to both of those things and yeah. are able to kind of 
you know, harness. I would say you can see emotions. both of the, the yin and the yang in, in a lot of Chelsea's aerial <laughs> videos that she posts. <laughs> you can tell which one she's in at the time of that recording. Yeah, no, I will say that after yoga, I started doing dance. And then after my first class, obviously, because I'm so hard on myself, I was in tears because that's just how I express myself. And I was like, <laughs> instead of giving up, I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep taking more yoga and try to... <laughs> get better except with all the sniffles and then eventually i did and obviously i'm still not the best but i am still quite surprised at how far i've gotten that now i'm doing a high hammock routine i don't know why i thought this was a good idea but now i am <laughs> but it's super oh fun gosh. and get to be gotta able to s- gotta stretch girl i know i gotta need to stretch, I need to stretch your range yes learn different things yes yep. but definitely when i'm hanging upside down just doing yoga it's very calm collected and then when i dance even though I'm not great, I definitely kind of move more in my body, just kind of like, hey, y'all. <laughs> I just did some weird hand movements that Amy's just rolling So glad you guys can't see this right now. <laughs> it's not that bad. She had, yeah, she had like ballet hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this. Exactly. Fun stuff. Yeah. And I'm just still, I'm still, this is going off topic. I'm still quite surprised that you let me perform, Kim, and the <laughs> Aero Showcase when I had like less than 40 hours. Mm-hmm. When normally it's, I think you had to have like at least 100 or something, mm-hmm. or what was? Yep. It was great. To, yeah, I remember that performance very well. <laughs> and them announcing that you were um, one of their newest students with, with yeah. I think you had 36 hours. Yeah, it was like 36 mm-hmm. hours and there was showcase. I was like, hey, can I do this? And I don't know why Kim said yes, but she did. And then, yeah, here we are later. I'm in their fourth, and I'm in a fourth show. This is the fourth show that I've done so yeah. far in less than two years. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's been great for your confidence, Chelsea. Shows are a lot of fun. They're really interesting because you get to work on the same piece over and over and then you get to perform to an audience. And Mm -hmm. that moment, that adrenaline rush of performing to an audience is a different feeling of just performing in the classroom within the group. Mm -hmm. That it's a huge uh, boost for yourself as far as the adrenaline rush, the cortisol levels, all Mm -hmm. of those things happening. And I think because I knew you were an actor in the past and you had been in front of an audience, you know, that makes a big difference because you don't know where people are going to be, right. uh, if they're going to be reacting to an audience and that adrenaline, mm-hmm. they don't know how to control it. So it really... Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I've talked with a bunch of the girls in Ariel that have been done it for a much longer time. They're a lot stronger and they can do so much more than I can, but they've commented on how their weakest point is like acting with like their face and their body and their emotion. Like, really? But you could do all this stuff and it looks great. It's like, but I, I can't act. So it's like... It's hard huh. for them to pull themselves out, you know, out of themselves, you know, to mm-hmm. perform, you know, yeah, not every I guess. I mean, think of all the people who have stage fright, you know, who can't even get up in front of their class to do a presentation. Oh, no, I still have stage fright when pres. Obviously, I'm having stage fright a little bit now. I'm better now, but I had stage fright when Kim was here. I was like, I want to make sure that I do good for her. And that's See, I have no problem performing in front of an audience. <laughs> um, what I have a problem is performing just for myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that's where I get nervous. Yeah, yeah, no. So in doing our, my self love challenge mm-hmm. and videoing myself playing piano, uh-huh. I can play piano with the with the camera off. Mm-hmm. I can play it with people here. Yeah. Playing it while recording myself when it's just me here, I get super mm-hmm. nervous. I am little miss perfectionist, and so I like oh I mess up. Oh I mess yeah. up. I mess up way more, but. If I'm performing in front of people, no problem. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I'm the same yeah. way too. When I do some of my guitar, you're pot committed already. It's like they're already there. It's happening. You can't rewind. You can't edit. It's, Again, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's got to be what it's got to be. Exactly. You have so many opportunities to like redo it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But even acting in front of a camera on a set is fine. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's just if it's just me. I'm so glad that I that I decided not to go into acting professionally uh-huh. when I moved down here because ugh, I would drive myself nuts doing self tapes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Lord Almighty, send me into a cold reading any day, but make me do a self tape. Oh God. <laughs> no, I don't see that. I mean, in the social media world, like everybody oh, yeah. looks, it looks like it's everybody's first take that they're posting on, you know, mm-hmm. IG of course not. or Facebook. Mm-hmm. But we know, yeah, it's like take, it's like thirty eight. Why like I that. have a rule about selfies? <laughs> if I don't get the selfie right in three tries, mm-hmm. I have to stop. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the, you can just fall down the rabbit hole. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, I after uh, I was at open practice yesterday, actually uh, practicing for my routine, I just did the fun like dance routine that I ended up posting on my social media. And that was actually the first video I did. And I was like, I'm going to do it again. And of course, the second time I was like, I don't like this. But I thought, you know what? The first one was good because I wasn't thinking about it. Just put that out there. But, yeah. any- <laughs> but anyways, uh, going back into um, aero yoga a little bit. Um, what are, um, based on the research that I had said, were there things that you agree with or were there some things that I missed out you think people should be more aware of when taking on this art form and this um, beneficial kind of meditation route? That's um, wrong words. I but. mean, I guess one thing that I mentioned earlier was the aerial yoga versus aerial dance. A lot of mm-hmm. studios across the country will call it aerial yoga and do some aerial dance moves. So mm-hmm. it's just make sure that you know what you're getting yourself into mm-hmm. um, because it is a great core strengthener and core stabilizer and a, a full body stabilizer. Mm-hmm. So you're not so much focused on doing repetitions of sit-ups. You're mm-hmm. just working on making sure that alignment and that balance, and that stabilization is there without even realizing it. So at the end of the session, mm-hmm. you all of a sudden built the six pack without even knowing because it wasn't the goal. It wasn't the purpose. It was just to <laughs> stay on the hammock and yeah. not be on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> just stay there and stabilize. Yeah. yeah but, um, you know, like with aerial arts, there's a lot of opportunities for shoulder injuries, just mm-hmm. like in ballet, there's a lot of opportunities for ankle injuries. So mm-hmm. the yoga aspect of it is to stay balanced on the left side and the right side mm-hmm. and the top and the bottom of the body and just be, you know, <laughs> even with that mm-hmm. but also being balanced spiritually and energetically is the focus mm-hmm. there as well which can happen easily on a hammock like i said with like post-traumatic stress disorder mm-hmm. and autism um some of the things we work on is breath work like they do in yoga but we just focus on diaphragmatic breathing which is mm-hmm. one of the uh great ways to take you from fight and flight to rest and digest in any circumstance or in any situation so mm-hmm. if we're using that in the classroom then we hope that people learn that technique so they can take it out of the classroom into uh the daily daily grind interesting um so you've had a variety of clients come in i remember watching from because i watched your video a long time ago before i even went in and then it was the buzzfeed bodybuilders try your earlier yoga class oh yeah, yeah that's <laughs> and that's up so uh what was when, that called again it was like it was like body like like instructors try aerial yoga for the first time it was a series that they did where these instructors of these these sports that they knew how to do would do different things like boxing or yoga, Pilates, stuff like that. CrossFit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, which, um, for, in terms of clients, you get a variety that come in, but 
I don't want to call anybody out, but which ones do you think maybe would have the most <laughs> struggle? I feel bad saying this, like the ones that struggle more compared to like others. Cause I think there's some people that come in that say like, Oh, I've never done this before. I have no experience. And then I've seen them in class that they get it just right. And then there's yeah. some that are like bodybuilders or people that are like so enhanced and better at some of the other sports. And then they come in and it's a little bit more difficult for them. Is it because of muscle mass? Is it like, um, it's different for everybody. There's a lot of psychology into in it more than there is about the ability. It's mm-hmm. just, um, like if you're in a group of 12 people, if you're in a group of two people, if you're coming for a private lesson, that same exact person might react differently to the environment mm-hmm. of the amount of people that are there yeah. of whatever happened before the session mm-hmm. or after the session more so than what their background was in, yeah. um, in their workout. Yeah, because I felt bad like saying that because I didn't want to like say it because of their background and that stuff because I've definitely seen a variety of people where they have no experience, they could do it just fine or they struggle and there's other people that have done it for a while but they still, you know. Well, I think a lot of that time. comes from your own personal expectations that you have for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go in with no expectations, you know, you'll always surpass them. <laughs> uh, if you go in with really high expectations for yourself, you're not going to be as focused on being in body. Yeah, that's that's me. I have high I expectations. Mean, we suggest in the session that people come to an upfly yoga class before they come to an upfly dance class. Yeah. Do the yoga first because we spend about the first 15 minutes of the session inside the hammock. So they're not looking at anybody else. Mm-hmm. They're focusing on their stretching. We actually do a technique where we do the diaphragmatic breathing to try to put them in their present moment. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a move called Baddha Konasana that you do in yoga where you have your, it almost looks like a butterfly pose, feet together, knees apart. And people use that in meditation and yoga. When you go to a yoga session on the floor and you try to get in Baddha Konasana, if you don't have perfect alignment, if you don't have square hips, mm-hmm. if um, your hips are tight, then your knees might be really high or you don't look like anybody else. Mm-hmm. So in an upfly yoga class, you just get to be who you are. No one's looking at you. You can feel comfortable in it because you get to take your legs further apart or a little bit closer together to find mm-hmm. what the perfect alignment is for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it seems to make everybody feel a little bit more at home because they can be accepting of their body the way that it is at that day, at that moment, instead of thinking about, as soon as I do this 30 more days and I'll be able to do that pose. It's yeah. That's not where their mindset on. It's just just right. to be here and just to be present. And it's really easy to get to that space. Yeah. My uh, fire poor teacher, she used to always say to me, she's like, never say I, I can't do it or I'm not getting it. Saying you, you haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. She's like, it's always a yet. You will get there. Yeah. Everybody gets there at a different pace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, the 30 days thing that it's like kind of reminded me of, um, there's another studio that I haven't been to, but I've heard a lot air, which is another like aerial arts kind of like yoga studio. But I remember specifically that there was a commercial that they showed for it that I watched. That was like someone from day one that hadn't done before. Then it goes like to day five, day 14, day 30. And by day 30, she could do the pose. So that mm-hmm. kind of was just, it was sort of showing of how, you know, with practice makes perfect and progression in the 30 days. But that sort of is like, felt like oh I need to like do all this to be able to get to the pose well as compared to applying yoga you get to be who you are you get to be inside the hammock and go on your own journey and you will get there it doesn't matter the time frame or then you could get there sooner you could get there later so it was just reminding me of that specific commercial how that marketing was a little bit different as compared well, the to the only person uh, you should ever compare yourself to is yourself 
are you better than you were the day before? Mm-hmm. You know, are you progressing? Not, am I doing better than Susie Q over here? And like, also, too, where are you valuing success? Is it to feel good in the mind? Is it because you want to do that split? Is it because, <laughs> you know, you just want to walk in the street and feel, you know, I will never be able yourself. to do a split. Uh, even at my most flexible, I could not do a split. Mm-hmm. I have long ago accepted that. Mm-hmm. I've accepted that my dad can do the splits and I can't. Like that is true. Your dad can't Crazy. do the splits. <laughs> <laughs> I have pictures of him doing the splits with his feet on chairs. Like, <laughs> that's hilarious. But yeah, no, I'm someone that has a lot of um, uh, high expectations for myself. And I'm always like trying to be better. But I've, I'm still, even though I've done my self-love journey and I'm still doing it, I compare myself to other people because I just, I yeah. want to do good. I want to be great when I don't need to, but it's hard to get rid of that demon that's yeah. in your head that telling you like, and social media makes it way worse. Yeah. Because we're it always does. out there to compare each other. It, exactly. Like I love all the girls in Ariel. They do a fantastic job, but I definitely am very jealous that I, I'm not at their level, but they've been doing it way longer than I have. Yeah. So it's just, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been, I mean, I don't, I had a baby eight months ago mm-hmm. and, um, with She's having, lovely. Thank you very much. I love her. I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> As you should be. <laughs> yeah. That's probably a good thing. I don't know. We'll see how she turns out. <laughs> Every new mom is obsessed with their kid. <laughs> but I didn't have that before where it was like comparing mm-hmm. yourself to other people. It was mm-hmm. just like, am I having a good time? Yeah. Am I enjoying myself? Mm-hmm. Am I making the world a better place? Like these are questions <laughs> that I asked myself. And then after I had a kid, um, your body, like your hormones change where you just are filled with estrogen mm-hmm. and you don't have any progesterone in your body. Mm-hmm. So you're just trying to like figure things out differently. And there was like that moment when I was just going through that going, I was comparing myself to other people. It was the weirdest thing because I'd never had that before. And it was probably very important for me to have because now I get to understand where other people are coming from. Yeah. I don't know if it's growing up in Michigan. I don't know if it's being one of five kids. Like why I'd never experienced that before, how it took oh, me. My mom's one of five kids. Many years to get there. <laughs> but My biggest yeah. memory of comparing myself to somebody else was uh, junior high. Mm-hmm. There was a girl in my class that you know she's very very beautiful but what used to drive me nuts is when we sat next to each other and we're both in our school shorts because it's really hot in Stockton so mm-hmm. we we were allowed to wear shorts the last like month of school and the first month of school um she had these perfectly tanned legs <laughs> I am a ginger I don't tan and so not only am I pale but I feel like there's so many imperfections on my legs mm-hmm. so that was always like I'd always look at her legs like it's not fair (laughs) it is not fair it's crazy how the grass is greener on the other side like yeah right (laughs) yeah and it's so funny because like i like my legs i like the shape of my legs but i've never liked the skin of my legs Mm. so i used to love to wear skirts because i felt like when you're looking at a girl in a skirt you're paying attention to the way her hips move to the way her butt moves to the (laughs) length of her legs but in shorts i felt like the skin of my legs was exposed (laughs) interesting yeah no i'm i'm just recently kind of being more accepting for my body and that kind of thing and also I've been working hard so I've noticed the change so it's like oh that's great that's good but I still I'm still in that mindset of comparing myself to other people and just ah I I don't like it that's why I like going to yoga a lot because sometimes it will just take me out of that mindset I'll just 
you know, be with my own journey myself and where I am as compared to dance and whatnot. So that's why I want to have my own hammock to hang when I have my own place, but I still have to have my own place first and have my own money for it. So I mean, it's always good to challenge yourself, but it's nice to know that the challenge is coming from you for you, for Mm -hmm. your personal growth. Mm-hmm. to be you know a better person to yep. make a better mark in society but yeah. then when, else, when all of a sudden you get like social media and then you're yeah. comparing yourself to other people for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. and I you know, don't then, want to do that but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. maybe I should post more yoga videos rather than dance videos because then they'll just be more zen oh, and I can do what I want and just not both or you don't need to post you know yeah, no, doing that, it for you, you just said something that just freaked her out <laughs> I know. I know. Well, no, that's the other thing. I really shouldn't because, uh, again, the slightly off topic. Again, again, this it's great when you post because you're proud of something, but don't post seeking approval. Approval, yeah, no, that's that is a thing because digital media today and age. It's. I mean, this is a big challenge that I find in the studio because we do aerial yoga and aerial dance. Mm-hmm. Is there is like. How do you look? How do you feel? Two separate classes. And then people get confused on which one. And when we do the shows, the shows are awesome for like health and wellness because it gives you a goal. It's like a really Mm -hmm. good goal marker to go, okay, I want to do these five moves. And it also feels good to move to music. You know, the art of um, being able to translate what this song means to you with movement is gorgeous. And it's something that we don't recognize as much in the States as they do in other countries. So it's (laughs) like the more that we can, you know, yeah and if we weren't able that to post important. you know videos mm-hmm. you know of the moves that you're doing in class those showcases would be the only chance that you know your friends and family could see what yeah. you've been spending your time yeah doing yeah and so i mean that's why we've always had dance recitals it gives you mm-hmm. a goal and it's a chance to show everyone else what you've been working so hard to achieve yeah no i'm i'm really excited because i'm excited for the routine i have and kind of going all out i'm not going to reveal what it is even though it'll be this will be posted way afterwards, but <laughs> I've been already talking to Amy and Kim about one of this. Is like you're you're going all out on this. You're <laughs> she is. She's very excited. There will be glitter. There will, <laughs> there will be glitter. There'll be glitter and sparkles. Of course. Sure. Uh, just randomly, are there any like cool or maybe funny stories you have regarding clients that have come to your studio for yoga specifically, or like things like that? Um, I let's see. I was training. Howie Mandel and Heidi Plum Melby walked in. Mm-hmm. And um, so I trained the three of them, but we only had one hammock. So the three of them got on one hammock together. <laughs> <laughs> and Shavasana out. Oh my <laughs> That's goodness. Like, uh, like next to each other or like on top, on top of each other? On top. <laughs> I can't imagine Howie like doing that. He's such an agoraphobe. Like. I know, mind blowing, right? Right. Because we talk about this a lot because our hammocks, you know, you're in a hammock that somebody else was in. Right. We wash our hammocks all the time because it's super important for me for you to be able to focus on breath work Mm -hmm. and not think about the hammock, you know. Right, right, right. right. (laughs) So you can buy a hammock from the studio. You're smelling someone else's Mm -hmm. feet. Yeah. So we can you can buy the hammock from the studio and you can have it classroom ready where you can take it home, wash it, and then bring it back so you know it's exclusively yours. Mm. A lot of people actually don't take us up on that offer, which is strange because I would think a lot of people would. Mm -hmm. But um but no we're pretty good about 
keeping it clean. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I had heard as well. And um, you know, he fist bumps, you know, in the hand. Yeah, yeah. And he shake. fist bumps his own hand. But yeah. Um, yeah, maybe he's overcoming it, or maybe that anxiety blanket that the hammock uh, provides, Ooh, you know, that little security. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, it's also Melody and Heidi Klum, and you know, maybe you get over that really easily. Yeah, yeah good marketing <laughs> the strategy. Yeah, fast <laughs> there in the room. Exactly. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. Um, what tips would you give for somebody, if there's anyone that's listening to this, that wants to try aerial yoga at a certain studio, but they're like a little unsure? They're like, what should I do to prepare? Like, are there any tips to give regarding that? Um, I mean, I can give you tips for upflying yoga. I yeah. <laughs> don't know about the other ones, you know, as far yeah. as that, but. Uh, with upflying yoga, we'll have a lot of clients say, what moves should I work on before I attend? And mm-hmm. really the answer is just come attend an upflying yoga level one. You will be taken care of. We take care of beginners. We mm-hmm. have assistants on hand. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's it, that's how you improve is just mm-hmm. walking through those doors. Because it can be right. very intimidating, especially if you've never done it. Just come yeah. through the doors. That's the biggest accomplishment that is, like, going to feel so rewarding to you. You got to mm-hmm. just take the jump. Yeah. Yes. I'm looking at you, Amy. I'm looking okay. at you. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to get you to come because I really want you to come. I, I think it would be great. I would love to. But just, yeah. Can we, can we get me to maybe a fire jam first? <laughs> That's okay. been a goal since January for us. That is true. And uh, it's August. Yeah. Well, <laughs> other things have taken priority. So That's true. Mm-hmm. That's Unfortunately. true. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, just come into the studio and just do what you can. Yep. And yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it has been enlightening having you here, especially because I know so little about the yoga side of it. Uh Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But I think we're ready to move on to hashtag hunt unless you have anything else, Chelsea. I don't have anything at this point. I'm just thinking about have I made enough hours to do the showcase? (laughs) (laughs) Because I want to make my hours in order to be able to perform because if I can't, I'll just be like, no. Just to be clear, this does not count as an hour. I know this does not count as an hour. (laughs) I know it doesn't. (laughs) I was like, oh, darn it. (laughs) Officially airtime. Official airtime. Just sitting around talking about aerial yoga. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. All right. So, Kim, hashtag hunt is when we do the hashtag of the episode and we put it through Twitter, Facebook, whatever social media we can find and see if we can find any funny, exciting, meaningful posts and, you know, discuss about them a little bit because, you know, it's the internet. People post whatever they want. So (laughs) let's see if there's anything good for aerial yoga. I'm I'm, I'm intrigued to see if there is any because it feels, we talked about this, it was niche. It is very niche. So I did see lots of posts, but the hard thing was finding posts that would translate in the podcast Mm -hmm. because (laughs) just seeing everybody posting what's the new move that they're doing is not you know, going to be exciting for our listeners. Yeah, but Very it would visual. be for uh, putting for uh, social media for like afterwards. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I mostly just plan on posting lots of you. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. You should go take some of my videos and things. Okay, fine. <laughs> All right. So here's what we found for hashtag aerial yoga. <laughs> when you treat your body with care, you'll have more energy and joy to share. Hashtag aerial yoga. Hashtag rise by lifting others. Oh, that's, I like that. That's nice. Yeah, so the jury is out on whether or not hashtag aerial yoga is for me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Obviously a nervous beginner. Yeah. That was clearly not upfly yoga. <laughs> <laughs> no. Addicted, hashtag being tortured, or hashtag aerial yoga. 
Again, not enough playing yoga. <laughs> no, no, yeah. No, I will say it definitely when you do it the first time, it can pinch, but after a little bit. Yeah. Well, this is the difference, like I said, when I was going to studios throughout the nation, when people were doing aerial dance class and calling it yoga, where it is a different mindset. It's a yeah. different game altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you are doing, we didn't talk about trigger point releases. Um, Oh, you know, which yeah. this isn't a hashtag, so you can stop me if, if no, no, keep no, going. Hashtag trigger point release. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but there is something to say for that pinching or that pushing in it, like almost having like a thumb pressing into your body. Right. You're actually trying to press it on a trigger point to help you lengthen and uh, stretch the muscles. Release. Yes. And mm-hmm. it can be overwhelming and... Uh, feel uh, oh little, every time I get a massage it's mm-hmm. it's murder and they always ask do you want me to stop and I'm like no because you have to do that for me to feel any better yeah <laughs> I know I have to get through the pain yeah to get yeah. to the relief yeah no yeah. I was driving Amelia over here after I had fire company acupuncture and I did a little bit of um hanging upside down and then my back was like oh what is that I felt like my muscles were like being put back in place because it's like crack, crack, it's crack, like crack, when crack, you crack, crack your neck it's like exactly. oh that hurt but oh that feels good it feels good afterwards it was just like crack, 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 crack. i was like oh but it felt so good afterwards i was like okay all right <laughs> i mean that when we're hanging upside down and we're trying to release the back those pressing on the muscles of the hip mm-hmm. you have yeah. to give it that 90 seconds for the muscles to release so that the back can lengthen otherwise yeah. right those muscles are holding the spinal column hostage so mm-hmm. it's time to let it go but if you don't spend that time that you need to yeah then you can never let go yeah. a lot of my physical therapy is focused on my the muscles in my hips and uh my it band Mm, those are perfect for the inversions. Yeah, <laughs> see, uh, I'm ready to. Yeah. I'm ready to, as this person says, about to take flight. <laughs> hashtag yoga. Hashtag aerial yoga. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's cute. Yeah. Happiness is hanging off a silk. Tag someone uh, who loves aerial. Oh, yeah, that's sweet. That's cute. I like that a lot. I will flood every single social media account I have with this video because I'm super proud of my accomplishment. <laughs> Bitch. Hashtag aerial yoga. <laughs> it was in all caps. Had to say it. Of course. Of course. She, gosh, she's so proud. That one I will repost because she's so proud. We want all of our listeners to be proud of her as well. Oh, mm-hmm. so cute. Okay. To say I'm living my best life right now would be an understatement. Hashtag yoga barn, hashtag Cambodia, hashtag aerial yoga, hashtag Reiki, hashtag mind, body, and soul. And there's like four other hashtags in there. (laughs) But we get the point. We get the point. Literally hanging out with my mom at Revolve. Hashtag aerial yoga, hashtag when your mom is a yoga teacher. Uh, <laughs> Something for you to look forward to. Uh-huh. Yes, when, yeah. you, when your daughter ends up, because you've already put her like on the hoop with a oh, yeah. she's, she's already an aerialist. And there you go. Yes. As she was when she was in the womb, so. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw the little videos of when she was like in her swing, and then she kind of was like letting her feet drag and going mm-hmm. up to the mirror and like swinging all around. She's got it. A combination of traditional yoga poses, Pilates, and dance, aerial yoga not only gives you a total body workout, but also increases flexibility, heals back problems, aids digestion, and improves memory. Hashtag aerial yoga. 
Wow, I feel like they work for the company, right? Yeah, yeah. right? Like, who's that? <laughs> they probably do. That one was probably an ad for their studio. <laughs> I felt like it was very concise and yeah, gave true. a lot of good yeah. facts about yeah. Amelia. The short version of everything I tried to explain in 15 exactly. minutes. <laughs> Those are very important points. Yes. I like to say it's a natural Botox when you're hanging upside down. That, that's a good yeah. hashtag. <laughs> getting all that Just blood flow to the and oxygen to the brain and the face. Like, yeah. Anything's mm-hmm. better than getting actual Botox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, now, hashtag aerial yoga this morning and hashtag belly dancing this evening. Got to be doing some good for fitness. Ah, they're working it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. love it. Amazing first hashtag aerial yoga class this morning. Brilliant workout with the most relaxing end to a class ever. Not the prettiest sight watching me get into the hammock, but once you're in... Oh, yes. Sunday snooze. Mm-hmm. When at Fredo Pinto and at We Miss B suggest an aerial yoga class, my running commentary throughout is, when is this going to end? Hashtag aerial yoga. Hashtag search to filet. Hashtag never again. Oh, oh she had a bad experience. Oh, no. Sorry. Hey, so it's not going to be for everybody. Some people just can't get out of themselves enough to mm-hmm. Yeah, we always suggest it. come to a second class because the first class you're holding a lot of anxiety. You know, mm-hmm. you're yeah. not sure what's going to happen, what's going to be the next step uh-huh. after you walk away and you come back again. It's going to feel like a fully, totally different experience mm-hmm. because uh-huh. now they know what to expect and they can actually enjoy the second one if they're having so much difficulty with the first one. Can you respond to that hashtag with that? <laughs> Absolutely. I can. I can. <laughs> Save the world one hashtag at a time. <laughs> I love that. And to end our hashtag hunt, life is indeed too short to wake up with regrets. My body hurts, but my soul feels better. Aww. Aww. That's that's, that's nice. That's nice. Obviously, yeah. (laughs) Well, that's it for hashtag hunt. Uh We've come to the final segment of the show. Yes. Challenges. Oh, yes. The fun part. So, Kim, Mm -hmm. is there a challenge you would like to give Amy and I regarding either like aerial yoga or something around that spectrum for us to do in the upcoming week or so? The upcoming month. Upcoming month. Excuse me. Sorry. Month. You mean on the hammock or you mean just in life? What do you... Um, Usually we do it around whatever the topic is, but if you have a life goal for us, we'll take that too. Yes, exactly. So a life challenge. So Chelsea, I challenge you to try to get Amy into the studio. Yes, that's what <laughs> no, I want. No, but um, something you can do is if you don't have aerial yoga on standby, you can actually just like hang off the side of your bed, like lie down in bed, put your head off the bed, yeah. maybe um, sing a song or talk. It actually lowers your... <laughs> Layering so that you can actually sing with more gusto Ooh, or talk with more gusto. You can try nice. that. But then you're getting part of the inversion mm-hmm. where the blood flow and the oxygen to the brain is super helpful. Try not to stay there longer than three minutes and see about doing it once a day. And when you're ready, maybe take your shoulders off of the bed as well. So you're mm-hmm. lying down the bed and your hands are reaching towards the floor with your head. Mm-hmm. I'm lying in nice. the back. Just experiment with that a little bit. Um, yeah. That's always something cool to do when you don't have a hammock on standby. I have dabbled in that a little bit. I used to before I actually, I think, took some more aerial yoga. I would try to hang off the side of my bed to kind of like straighten things out mm-hmm. and then like try to do a handstand, like, mm-hmm. or, like a headstand afterwards. So it'd be nice to kind of get back just to be like, ah. Yeah. But to sing a song and all that fun stuff. Okay. I think we can do that. <laughs> that sounds very fun. I'd just be like... I would love to see a video of you doing that. <laughs> what song is the question, though? 
<laughs> he can sit on the couch upside down. Artist Whatever choice. tools you have. Artist choice. Artist. Yeah, artist choice, yeah. I think my bed will be better because that's on high risers, so I'll be more like hanging up upside down. So my bed's low profile to prevent Rex from getting underneath it. Because <laughs> oh, otherwise he steals food and go- that's where he goes. Oh, okay. Awesome. Uh, my friend Frankie has definitely lost a rack of ribs to Rex that way before. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, Kim, where can people find you? Anything you would like to plug? Anything you'd like to share? Uh, and- yes. We're at Upfly Yoga in Studio City on Ventura Boulevard, right mm-hmm. behind Tahunga and Vineland. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are not in the LA area, then uh, if you go to our website, upflyingyoga.com, you can read about the instructors that teach throughout the country and actually around the world. Yeah, and then you also awesome. have a you also have a Instagram profile as well. Yes, for our Instagram yoga. is Up Flying Yoga, yes. and uh, we have a Twitter as well. But I feel like it's a visual art, so yeah. go to Twitter and then go to Instagram after. To Instagram, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have both, but yeah. I definitely feel like Instagram is probably the one that benefits yeah. it more. And we're also on Facebook for the fans, yeah, family, yes, we are. <laughs> for the fans, for the family, awesome. Well, yeah. We are also on. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at yes. Life Goals Pod, and you can email us at lifegoalspod at gmail.com. Yes, you can. Well, Kim, thank you so much for coming. My anxiety levels have gone down a little bit, but need to work on it, obviously, for the next time around. <laughs> just put you in a hammock. Yeah, just, just, just give me a hammock. So, okay, all right. I got to go to a hammock now. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I guess it's just me signing off here then. Uh, I'm Amy Covell. And I'm Chelsea Wingo. And this has been Hashtag, hashtag Life Goals. Life Goals. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye.